Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached Word of God in agreement to the Scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Morning. This is the place for it. If you need healing this morning, you are in the right place. I'm not going to be but a short while. Everybody got about 10 minutes? 10 minutes okay with you guys? I believe there's healing in this house today. Since the beginning of this week, I believe we got out of the service last Sunday, I have counted on my both hands how many sick sickness we have had. I mean sickness in the hospital. Attacks on our bodies. Attacks on our families. And um, I just got a little word for you today. And I got a word for the enemy today. That we are not going to sit by and let him do what he wants to do this morning. But we are going to believe by faith that God is going to do something miraculous. That we are going to believe that God is going to do something powerful this morning. Daniel 6, with if you'll turn with me. And if you got an iPad, you can just turn it on. However you look at it. Please, please, please forgive me this morning. I'm not apologizing for what God had given me this morning. What I'm apologizing about is some of you may know this story very well. But be considerate to those around you because everybody don't know the story. (laughs) And uh, I believe God is a great God, a great deliverer this morning. And this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stories chapters in the book it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and a hundred and twenty princes which should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first that the princes prince might give account under them and the king would have no damage when then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes because of the excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and the princes thought of the final occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. For as much he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, we should... We shall find an occasion against Daniel, except we find against him concerning the law of his God. Sounds like the world we're in today. Then the presidents and the princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. Lay your hand on your partner. I want you to pray for them to have childlike faith this morning. Jesus, right now, God, 
Lord, we're asking God for your power, God, and your strength to go forth this morning, God. God, we thank you for the word we heard this morning thus far, God. We're asking, God, for your power, God, to sweep over this place, God. God, to move in the mind, Lord Jesus, of the sick and the weak, Lord. God, that your power, God, may be bestowed, Lord God, and shown in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to talk to you this morning. When faith is under attack, faith always wins. Faith always wins. If you can be seated. Acts 1 and 8 says, as Brother Tim Trail said Wednesday, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I'm thankful that for that power this morning. I'm thankful I'm able to praise and lift my hands. I'm thankful I'm able to worship. I'm thankful, Brother Trail, that I'm able to run these aisles if I want to do so. And I'm also thankful for the Holy Ghost this morning that I feel in this very place. But sometimes it's hard to be thankful for those tough times that we're all faced with. When it's hard to lift your hands. When it's hard to lift your head. When you really just don't even feel like going through it no more. Brother Boyd spoke on it this morning. I don't want to be redundant to his word at all because I can't match what he says. No way. (laughs) But God moves in them times too. God moves in these times too. Darius loved Daniel. Daniel was a man of great faith, as it was said. And uh, he had respected, Darius uh, respected him so much that he wanted him to be over his council and over his countries and over these things that he was, powerful government that he was making. And um, as it was said that men could not find fault against Daniel. And uh, I, kn- I know there's, there's obviously I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I know there's men in my workplace that I, I live by the book. I try to live every chance I get by what the Word says and follow the Word. And I know there's men that are hating me because I do so. Because I try to give a positive note to someone or because I try to be uplifting and don't handle things like they do. But I know that makes them mad at me because that's the way I handle things. Amen. Amen. And all the cave dwellers said amen. Amen. We, We are faced with a government that is against what we're doing and we are being attacked on every realm in our lives but Darius had faith in Daniel that no matter what attacks would come against him that he would hold off as we all know that they had signed a treaty that Daniel or nobody was allowed to pray and they was pointed to Daniel and Daniel just got in their faces basically he opened the windows and said I'm going to pray anyways This is what I was called to do. I'm praying. I'm worshiping. I'm going to lift up his voice every chance I get, as we need to do. And as the opposition seen him, they went and told Darius, and they said, Oh, Darius, you're the greatest. And, you know, they just gave him, uh, and then, then they dropped the bomb on him and said, Oh, Daniel's over there worshiping and 
this needs to be handled. This this got to be handled. And uh, you get, you're the one to handle it. So they brought Daniel to him, and I'm not, like I said, I'm 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 telling you a little Sunday school story this morning. So they take Daniel and uh, put him in the den, as we all know. And King had put the stone there. And what I love about this story is, is that Darius knew in his heart already that God was going to see him through that. I'm going to tell you this morning, whatever you're going through today, God is going to see you through it. God is going to give you the strength to get through this. My dad sat up in the hospital bed last Monday, I believe, and I believe with all of his heart, he knew that God was going to get him through it. I spoke to several and you know, had them pray for my dad, and I believe that all, that they all said, he's going to be okay, and I believe that. Darius thought the same thing, but as Darius went home, that's what I love, that he began to pray and fast, and wouldn't even let the musicians come forward to him, and he says, uh, I just, I just want to pray and make supplication with God this morning, or this, uh, tonight, and as he did, he woke up and ran ran to the den and it says Daniel are you there basically is the God I serve did he deliver you and he says oh yes oh yes he he did not only did he shut the lion he sent an angel and he shut the lion's mouth he shut the lion's mouth what a great story of a great person of faith that was being attacked on every end of their faith but I believe Daniel had sat back and said why he was in that den I remember a couple chapters back of Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego how God had delivered him how God had brought them through that fiery furnace and I believe as Daniel sat in that very room, he, he started thinking and thanking God for his faith that God was going to shut the lion's mouth this morning. But I'm very thankful for those trials this morning. I am thankful for those things that are hard against when they come against me. It, it's, it's hard at the time. But it seems to me that it always makes me stronger. I had Sunday had lost a very precious dear lady in my life um, that when I got the Holy Ghost, she happened to be raising my hands. And I looked through my eyes and she was holding my hands. It took me a long time to get the Holy Ghost. I was one of them ones that didn't want nobody touching me. And uh, I remember walking down from the platform and I had my hands raised and I remember opening my eyes and her being right there and her shaking my arms. And um, I, she was a very, very dear woman to me. And I, I started, I had prayed last Friday, and I was fasting and believing God was going to deliver her from this, from her body. And the Lord seemed fit that He took her. And I had questioned some things. God, where are you at in this? 
where are you going to be in all this? My faith was being attacked. As I had to look and struggled with that this week, I had a sister-in-law come to me and ask me to pray for uh, a baby uh, three weeks ago. And obviously, last time I preached, I preached about my brother-in-law had a grandson. This is odd that all this has come, but I had told Brother Boyd about this a couple weeks ago. Her neighbor was due, and uh, the neighbors had came home and. They were crying. I mean, just pouring, crying. And they, she'd around and say, what's wrong? What's wrong? She's one of them nosy kind of girls. And <laughs> she'd be okay with me telling that because she knows that too. But uh, she came out and she says, uh, she was asking, what's wrong? What's wrong? She goes, well, we just got back. Baby's doing time. The baby had been diagnosed that day with a micro, uh, micro, I'm going to say the word wrong. It's when the baby's head is born smaller. You can look it up when you go home. And the um, the parents were distraught, needless to say. And what it does is it causes the brain not to grow. And I didn't understand all the cause, why the doctors didn't find it earlier. The baby was due. And um, she says, uh, you know, I know a church in North Florida, and I'm going to get them to pray for them. And I, I went to the office that Monday. And she says, uh, Bobby, I need your church to pray. This girl's distraught. This is her first baby and all this. I said, okay. So I sat in that office. And I, I began to pray right there in that office with her there. And I looked over as tears came down her face. And I looked at her as Darius did at Daniel and says, that baby's going to be okay. That baby's going to be okay. That baby was just born this past week. And they can't find no sign no sign no sign this is why I'm going through problems my faith this is why my faith is being attacked this is why I'm not understanding all the things I'm going through that's when this is happening just to think to know if my faith is strong, how much more powerful we could be. How much more powerful we could be. And some of us may look and say, how does that happen? Well, I'll tell you. Consistency matters. A prayer life matters. Fasting matters, but once we, what we must know is what he has put in his word is truth, and if he says it, he's going to do it. If he says, I will move a mountain, that's exactly what it means. If he says, I will fill a valley, that's exactly what it means. If he says, I will deliver you, that's what it means. Let me tell you how I know this. Because I've experienced time and time again the power of faith. 
Brother Boyd preached a couple of weeks ago. And he may not realize this, but he was put a stirring in some people's hearts. And this little guy right here that's asleep right now, Brother Landon. Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up, buddy. But that day, he was able to stir Brother Landon's heart. I want Sister Danielle, I asked her to stand up previously, okay? This is not some big shocker, and I don't feel this in the spirit or nothing like that. I asked her to testify of this, okay? I want you to listen how powerful faith can be, okay? From a little child's perspective. Um, most of y'all know that Landon was, he had seizures since he's been a baby. You don't have the grandma seizures, but he had the ones, I'll turn around. He had the ones that um, he was in staring seizures. He had a few shaky ones when he was little. But we prayed a couple months ago at Ladies' Prayer. Ladies' Prayer does work. We prayed over a prayer cloth that God would heal him of seizures, not make it better because they was going to do a brain. They did a brain scan, wanted to know what kind of medicine to put him on because it was affecting him at school. We prayed that God would heal him, not make it better. We I knew he could heal him. So we put the prayer cloth under his pillow, and the night that we put it under his pillow, Landon looked at me and said, Mom, don't worry about it because God's going to heal me. So we we just kept praying, and he kept it under his pillow. And when I'd wash his sheets, he'd make sure that I didn't move that prayer cloth. So a couple weeks ago, we went and done the brain scan, and it took him a couple of days to call me back, and I was kind of a little worried, but they called me back, and they said, we don't know what happened. The thing that in the back of his brain that didn't develop is there. His seizures are gone. You don't have to put him on no more medicine. So, so I went home. I called him, and he said, well, Mom already knew that. So the next morning he went to school. It was a Friday morning, and he had. And at this time they have put me in the school to sub. They have not called me all year, and they just all of a sudden started using me. So I knew God was doing something. The next morning he went and he told his teacher about what God done for him. So that day I'd happened to be at the school work, and they called me at like 11:30, and the teachers bombarded me at lunch. All those second, first grade teachers. And they said, we heard about what God has done for Landon. He's told everybody. And his teacher looked at me and said, my son has been having migraines. He's four years old. And can you think, do you think you can get us one of them prayer calls? And I said, absolutely. She said, you think y'all, your ladies can pray? And I said, yes, we can. I met Jennifer up here. She gave me some prayer cloths. We prayed over this prayer cloth. We also, um, this was on a Monday. The Friday I was at work, but the Monday I met her up here and got some prayer cloths. That night we went home, and me and my kids, my three kids, prayed over this prayer cloth. And I didn't know that they put a mustard seed in the thing. I never saw it. So this was kind of amazing for me. But So that night I prayed over, I got one of them prayer cards to go with it that Granny and Brother Fears are on. And I wanted to put a Bible verse on it. So I prayed and prayed. And I just, I said, God, I don't even, there's so many scriptures on faith. Which one? I don't, you have to show me. So I opened up the Bible and it opened up to the verse of the faith of a mustard seed. I wrote that scripture on the back of the of the prayer card. That morning at breakfast, I gave it to Landon. I said, give this to your teacher. He said, I want to give it to him because I want him to have a prayer cloth to put under his pillow. I said, all right. So I gave it to him and he, him and Alina was looking. They said, mom, look, there's a mustard seed in the prayer cloth. And I looked, and I was like, that just has to be, like, 
it's just something that just mistakenly got in there because I'd never seen it before. And I even asked Jennifer, Sister Jennifer Hernan, she's like, I didn't know they did that either. So I just thought maybe it was just like a, a habit. But anyways, when he gave the the prayer cloth to his teacher, he told her, he told her, she and she told me this. She said, he told her, he said, you know what that little seat's for? She said, yes, it's for the mustard seed. She said, and he, she told, she said that he told her, said, God's going to heal him. So don't worry about it. He has not had any migraines. They done a MRI Friday. They called me while I was at ladies conference and said, everything is normal. There's nothing wrong with him. In the middle of all this, Miss Fletcher from, um, she's heard about all this. So in the middle of this, Miss Fletcher come to me last Friday morning in the lunchroom. They catch me at lunch. And she come to me at lunchroom. She is also a pastor's wife in Mayo. I don't really know her daughter is Jesse's friend. I don't really know what domination they are, but what a church of God. They're a church of God. She come to me Friday morning crying or Friday at lunch. lunch I was about 1130 crying. She said they had done a chest x-ray. The doctors has called me an ASAP. There's something on my lungs. They think it might be cancer. She said, and I know your church and I know they pray. She said, well, you start praying. I sent it out to to the on the HAC ladies and Sister Jennifer and they done the prayer chain and we prayed. She called me the next day. She said everything is clear. They don't know what happened to the spot, but everything's clear. God has healed me. I know Brother Bobby has a lot of faith, and I started praying for that faith because I know that God can heal you, and He did. And because of a little boy, he has went around to school, and it's just. All over Mayo School now, the elementary school. So, prayer does work. Amen. All glory to God. Hey, this is not your television that you just turned on. And you're just seeing testimonies about something. This is Hatchman Apostolic Church. This is the way we do it here. Let's all stand. I told you I didn't have nothing very long. I want to tell you this morning, if you got an attack in your body, if you got the devil seems to be on you all week long, you are in the very right place today. Matter of fact, I think it'd be good just for all of us to come forward. And just pray. Pray for the peace of God. Hello and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. 
Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.